0: so last time we began with this book which is an explanation of the conditions of La ilaha illallah. Adillatu لَا La ilaha illallah. The evidences upon the explanation or rather the conditions, the evidences of the conditions of La ilaha illallah. And it's a book by Sheikh Muhammad Ibn Abdul Wahhab Rahimahullahu Ta'ala and the explanation that we were doing and are doing is the explanation of a Sheikh Al Jabiri Hafidahullahu Ta'ala. So the last time we began with the opening section of the book and we did the introduction in that introduction, there is mention of some examples about the Shahada. There is a mentioning of some of the examples relating to the Shahada and the understanding of the importance of the Shahada and why we need to know about the conditions of the Shahada. So, there is a statement by Wahab ibn Munabbih. Wahab ibn Munabbih, rahimahullah, he mentioned a statement. A person said to him, Aleyse la ilaha miftahul jannah isn't La ilaha illallah, the key to paradise, isn't La ilaha illallah, the key to paradise? Qala bala, he said yes, of course, Lakin, laysa min miftahin illa walahu asnān But then Wahhab ibn Murabbah said to him that yes, of course, La ilaha illallah is the key to paradise. However, there is no key except that it has grooves. It has teeth. Every key has the grooves on it. Every key has the teeth on it. So he said to him, Yes, you're right. La ilaha illallah is the key to paradise. But every key has the grooves on it. And if it has those grooves, it will open the door correctly. But if it doesn't have the right shapes on the key, you put it in and it will not open the door. If you have a blunt key, then it will not open the door. Rather... The key with the right shapes and grooves That's what will open the door So here Wahhab ibn Munabbih, When he was asked this question That isn't La ilaha illallah the key to paradise As long as we say La ilaha illallah That shahada Isn't that enough to get us to paradise? He said, Yes, La ilaha illallah is the key to paradise. It will get you to paradise. But you must have the grooves on the key. And what are those grooves? What are those shapes for La ilaha illallah? The conditions. The conditions of La ilaha illallah, the understanding of La ilaha illallah, and the practice of La ilaha illallah. That is what will enable a person to be able to open the door. And so a person who just says La Ilaha illallah and they have no understanding of it and they have no belief in it and they do not practice it, then that isn't what benefits a person as a Sheikh al fawzan Hafidahullah mentioned. Rather, a person needs to be upon the shahada in three ways. One, belief in the heart. You must have belief in the heart, the correct aqeedah, the understanding of La ilaha illallah, the conditions of La ilaha illallah. Secondly, you must say it. It must be said upon the tongue. The only exception is a person who can't speak Somebody who can't speak Then of course they are excused But otherwise upon the person Is to utter and to pronounce The shahada And thirdly What is the third thing? To have the belief To say it And what is the third thing that is required From the shahada Or from a person regarding the shahada What is the third thing? The actions upon it that you must then practice the Shahada. That you must practice the Shahada, you must implement the Tawheed. So there's three things you have to understand the meaning of the Shahada, you have to say the Shahada, and you have to practice the Tawheed and the Shahada. It's not enough for a person to just think I say the shahada that's enough. You have to understand it and you have to practice it. Understanding it, practicing it that is all part of the shahada and it is not enough for a person to just say that I say it. So three things altogether come for the meaning of the shahada or the uh, way that a person must practice and understand the shahada. Last week we began with the first condition And the first condition was knowledge That a person must have knowledge regarding this shahada Have knowledge of the shahada in terms of which aspect What was the key thing about the knowledge that you have to have about the shahada? The key thing was that it's built up of two things. What are they? Affirmation Affirmation and negation. Correct. So you must have knowledge regarding the shahada and the meaning of the shahada in terms of affirmation and negation. So, who can explain to us briefly to summarize what this affirmation and negation knowledge was before we move on to the second condition? She's explaining. Give us the example What was the example About the people in the room And how is that a proof For affirmation and negation How does that explain it That's the example A Shaykh al-Athaymin Rahimahullah ta'ala gave Simple example to remember Affirmation negation What was the example The example was If you have for example Four people in a room And I tell you that Muhammad is standing up. There are four of them, Muhammad, Ali, Khalid, whatever. And I say to you, Muhammad is standing up. I've given you an affirmation. So how many people are standing up? You don't know. It could be just Muhammad. It could be another person with him, two people with him, all of them. You don't know because all I have given you is an affirmation that Muhammad is standing up. I have not negated that the other three are standing up or sitting down or anything. So they could be standing up too. For me to make Tawheed, I need to give you a negation as well. I need to say to you, Muhammad is standing up and the other three are not standing up. That's a negation as well now. So now when you put the two together, the affirmation and the negation, now you know that there's only one person standing up, Muhammad. Because I've affirmed he's standing up, and I have negated the fact that the other three are standing up. So you have one left, and this is affirmation and negation. It's mentioned in the Quran many examples that were in the last section that we did a couple of weeks ago. The ayah in the Qur'an, Fa'lam la ilāha Have knowledge. Know that there is no deity worthy of worship and truth except Allah. Allah is commanding you here to have knowledge, to have understanding, to understand the meaning of the shahada and what it requires from a person. Similarly, in the hadith, Abu عثمان رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من مات وهو يعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله دخل الجنة That whomsoever dies knowing Having knowledge that there is no deity worthy of worship and truth except Allah Then he will enter paradise So then on your workbooks Page 4 We finished the first condition last time So now you have the questions that go with the first condition So the first question says When we say the conditions of the shahada What do we mean by the word condition? What is a condition? We did it last time What is a condition? Condition A condition as Sheikh Ubaid had mentioned Was the things that you must have You need those particular things For the shahada to be correct The issues, the points which are necessary They are needed For the shahada to be upright and correct for you How many conditions are there? Seven What is meant by affirmation, negation? We just did it Is one of them enough? Just affirmation or just negation? Not enough. You must have both to make tawheed. Is the translation for la ilaha illallah, there is no God but Allah correct? That's a question there on your sheets. Question six. La ilaha illallah is the translation, there is no God but Allah correct or not? It is incorrect. The meaning of la ilaha illallah isn't just there is no god but Allah. Rather you have to incorporate the affirmation negation you have to incorporate the uluhiyah that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. It's about the worship, the uluhiyah. Otherwise if you just say there is no god but Allah even some of the mushrikeen they will agree in terms of the rububiyyah. They will say, you're right. There's no other God who creates. There's no other God who gives life and death except Allah. So you must say there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. So now we move on to the second condition then. The second condition. Al-yaqeen. Certainty. You must have Certainty. Regarding the Shahada, regarding Tawheed. The first condition was, what? Knowledge. Remember, knowledge. The first condition was to have knowledge of it. The second condition now, is, Certainty. To have certainty regarding the Shahada Certainty regarding this Tawheed And not to have doubts or suspicions about it at all So here al Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab says al al-Thani al-Yaqeen Wa-Huwa kamal al ilm Biha al-Munafi lil-Shakki wal To have certainty, which is the absoluteness of knowledge. To have the perfect knowledge, which counteracts, which negates any doubt or suspicion. So you must be certain. Have certainty in Tawheed. Have certainty about the Shahada. Such that it negates any Suspicions or doubts Allah said in the Quran As an evidence for this <inaudible> Indeed the believers are those Who believe in Allah and his messenger Then <inaudible> And then they do not have any doubts. The believers truly are those... ...who believe in Allah and His Messenger... ...thumma lam yartabu... ...then they do not have any doubts thereafter. ...amanu billahi wa ...thumma lam yartabu... ...indeed the believers are those... ...who believe in Allah and His Messenger then they do not have any doubt. وَجَاهَدُوا بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And they strive with their wealth and themselves in the path of Allah. أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ السَّادِقُونَ Indeed, those people, they are the truthful ones. فَاشْتَرَطَ فِي صِدْقِ إِيمَانِهِمْ بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ كَوْنُهُمْ لَمْ يَرْتَابُوا اَيْ لَمْ يَشُكُّوا فَأَمَّا الْمُرْتَابَ فَهُوَ مِّنَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ So Allah made it a condition that a person to be a truthful believer he cannot have any doubt you can't have any suspicions or any doubts about Tawheed, about the Shahada about the religion Rather what is required is that you are upon certainty. You are upon yaqeen. Al-yaqeen. Wa huwa al-ilm, that That is the perfection of the knowledge. The yaqeen. So here Allah mentioned as a condition to be a truthful believer. They are the ones who believe in Allah and the messenger. And then they don't have any doubts after that. They don't have any suspicions after that. Wamil Sunnah, and from the Sunnah there is a hadith which proves this too. Al hadith, a thabit, fis sahih. Hanabi Huraira ta ra anhu call. Kala rasulullah, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ashhhadu an la ilaha illallah. Wa ani rasulullah. La اللَّهُ بِهِمَا عَبْدٌ غَيْرَ شَاكٍ فِيهِمَا إِلَّا الجنة. In this hadith the Prophet ﷺ says I bear testification that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah and that I am the messenger of Allah then the Prophet ﷺ said That there is no servant Who meets Allah upon that testification In certainty Without doubting it غَيْرُ فيهما Not having any doubts about the fact That there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah And that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah Has no doubt in that absolutely certainly believes in that, then he meets Allah upon that state, دخل الجنة, then he will enter paradise. There is another narration, which ends by saying, فَيُحْجَبُ عَنِ الْجَنَّةِ That there is no person, who says, La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah believes in that certainly, certainty, absolutely, no doubt. There is no person who has that certain belief that will be blocked from paradise. Meaning, no person will be blocked from paradise who has that certain belief. Those who have that certainty in the Tawheed, then they will certainly enter paradise. They will certainly enter paradise those who are absolutely certain on that Tawheed. So up to here so far. As Sheikh Ubaid he mentions. Indeed the believers are those who believe in Allah and his messenger. وهو إثبات الحكم في المذكور ونفيه عما سواه والمعنى أن من أهل الإيمان الحق ظاهرا وباطنا من آمن بالله ورسوله قولا وفعلا واعتقادا غير شاك في ذلك ولا مرتاب وجاهد بماله ونفسه في سبيل الله ولهذا قال أولئك هم الصادقون مِنَ الْآيَةِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَرْتَابُوا وَفِي الْآيَةِ غَيْرْ لَهُ نَعْم So in this particular ayah in this particular ayah is a proof which is restricting the meaning to a particular condition and the restriction is upon the particular condition which is That the true believer is the one who is absolutely upon certainty. And he does not have any doubt. And he does not have any suspicion. Rather he is upon that tawheed upon certainty. Then there is the hadith from Sahih Muslim. That Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu narrated. This particular hadith, the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, which is in Sahih Muslim, the shahid of this particular hadith is that the Prophet mentioned to them that the one who testifies, the one who testifies that. Allah is the only one to be worshipped and deserving to be worshipped in truth. There is no other deity besides that to be worshipped in truth. And that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. That there is not a person who will meet Allah who does not have any doubt in that, i.e., he is absolutely certain in it. That he will enter paradise and in the other narration that he will not be blocked from paradise. So the person who believes in the shahada with certainty, he will not be blocked from paradise. And there are two things to mention here. الامر الأول أن الحجب عن الجنة نوعان Being blocked from paradise is two types. Being blocked from paradise is two types. الأول حجب دائم وهذا في حق الكفار وهو المنفي عن من لقي الله على التوحيد. One is the blockade, which is permanent. Some people will be permanently blocked from paradise. And they are the kuffar, the disbelievers. They will be permanently blocked from paradise. But the person of Tawheed, he can never be permanently blocked from paradise. And that shows you in the second type, athani, hajbun mu'aqqat, temporarily being blocked. The first type is permanent blockage. The second type is temporarily being veiled and blocked from paradise. وهذا قد يصيب بعض الموحدين لاقترافهم الكبائر. كَمَا دَلَّتَ عَلَيْهِ الْحَدِيثُ فِي This type of veiling from paradise. This type of block from paradise. The temporary type. Can that occur to Muslims or not? It can occur to Muslims. People of Tawheed, Rasatul Mawhideen. People who committed sins, maybe they did the Kabair, the major sins, other sins, but they were people of Tawheed. Those people may be blocked from paradise initially. They may be blocked from paradise originally. But then in the end, the blockage will stop. And they will be allowed to enter paradise. Why? Because at the end of the day they are people of Tawhid. So they may be blocked temporarily and they may be put into the hellfire. To cleanse them of the sins that they made. To cleanse them of the errors that they fell into. But then after they have been cleansed they will no longer be blocked and they will be entered into paradise al-amr ath hajb al-manfi fi al-hadith laysa ala itlaqihi bal bil-quyud al-thiqal min al-ilm la ilaha وَالْعَمَلِ بِمُقْتَضَاهَا وَسَتَعْرِفُ مَزِيدًا مِنَ الْبَسْطِ عِنْدَ كَلَامِنَا عَلَى حَدِيثِ عِتْبَانِ فِي شَرْطِ الإخلاص. This particular type of being blocked, it has certain restrictions upon it, that you will not be blocked from paradise, as long as you know the shahada, but the knowing of the shahada, You have to understand what that means. You have to know the shahada. You have to have knowledge of it. And you have to practice it. And you have to have firm belief in it. That is knowing the shahada. It's not just somebody who says the shahada and they don't know the meaning and they don't practice it. They aren't the ones who will be blocked. Or they aren't the ones who will be taken to paradise. The ones who will be taken to paradise are those who have understanding of the shahada, and they know the meaning of it, and they practice it and implement it, and that will be explained further, when we talk about the condition of sincerity later. Then there is also this lengthy hadith at the end, the hadith of Abu Hurairah, رضي الله عنه قال, الشاهد من الحديث من لقيت من وراء هذا الحائط يشهد أن لا إله إلا الله مستيقنا بها قلبه فبشره بالجنة. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said to Abu Huraira that whomsoever you see behind this wall, whomsoever you come across, testifying. That there is no deity worthy of worship and truth except Allah. Mustayqinan biha. Upon certainty in that affair. That's the point. Certainty. Whomsoever you come across. Upon the shahada. They are upon the shahada. La ilaha illallah. muhammadun Rasulullah. Mustayqinan biha. Absolutely upon certainty in it. With his heart, certain, no doubts, no suspicions, مُسْتَيْقِنًا بِهَا قَلْبُهُ Then give them glad tidings of paradise. Give them glad tidings of paradise. This particular narration indicates what to us? It indicates to us the condition that we are talking about, and that condition is the yaqeen, the certainty. Because here the Prophet said to Abu Huraira, You can tell certain people glad tidings of paradise. Which types of people? Not just the ones who say La ilaha illallah, not just the ones who say the shahada, but the ones who say the shahada with what? biha The ones who are upon certainty in their hearts regarding it. They are upon certainty in their hearts regarding it. Regarding the shahada. So that certainty is the key factor here. The ones who are upon the shahada in certainty with their hearts. Then give them the glad tidings of paradise. So So the fact that the Prophet is saying you must be upon certainty that therefore eliminates and it gets rid of doubts and suspicions. Doubts and suspicions are eliminated. They are eradicated because you are upon certainty. Then, ما تفيده الأحاديث. أولا, the benefits from these narrations. وجوب الإيمان باليوم الآخر وما فيه من حساب وجزاء. Uh, the belief in the day of judgment and the accountability that will occur on it so we have certain belief also in our aqidah that the resurrection is going to happen and the judgment day is going to happen and that the people will be held accountable on all of their actions this will all occur so these narrations are affirming that because it mentions in some of them that whomsoever meets his Lord whomsoever meets his Lord on that day so there's going to be a resurrection and there's going to be accountability. ثانيا فَضْلُ الْتَوْحِيدُ وَأَنَّهُ fi فِي دُخُولِ الْجَنَّةِ لِمَنْ مَاتَ عَلَيْهِ مُوقِنًا بِهِ The second is the virtue of Tawheed. The virtue of Tawheed and that this Tawheed is a reasoning to enter a person into paradise. The Tawheed is a reason that will enter a person into paradise. For the one who dies upon that Tawheed with absolute certainty in his heart regarding it. Salithan. Then the Shaykh mentions some further benefits from that hadith, which are not directly linked to the Shahid of Yaqeen. But the point of these narrations is to highlight that second condition. Which is the condition of being certain. So in the Quran it mentions Inna Amanu lam that those who believe in truth are the ones who believe in Allah and His Messenger, then they do not have any doubts. Hence a person should not allow any doubts to enter into his heart. The shaitan whispers to a person and brings about thoughts that are not suitable and appropriate thoughts regarding Allah, regarding the creation. Questions that the shaitan whispers to you, but how did this happen and how did that happen and what is this and what was before that? You start to mention things and questions which lead you to doubt perhaps. So, you block out those types of questions when they occur. You block out those types of questions if they occur. Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is mentioned in the hadith the shaitan may come and whisper to you who created you and who created the mountains and who created this and who created that until in the end he starts to try to whisper to you who created this. Creator who created Allah, who created this, and it starts to bring doubts. So you block that out and you do not think of that. And you seek refuge in Allah from the Shaytan when He whispers those doubts and suspicions to you. What is required of a believer is to be absolutely certain upon Tawheed. To be absolutely certain upon the tawheed and that the believers will have the reward from Allah. And that the mushrikeen are the ones who will be in punishment. To be certain upon these facts and not to have any doubt. Not to have any suspicions. So the condition of the shahada, the second one is to be absolutely certain about it. Do not have any whispers or doubts about it. They are the first two conditions. The first condition was knowledge. Knowledge about the shahada and especially knowledge about the Affirmation and negation And the second condition now The condition of being absolutely certain And not having any doubts about the affair The third condition begins next And we'll start that in its independent lesson That condition is going to be regarding The issue of sincerity Sincerity is required and that is something which is required in every act of worship, in every act of obedience. Sincerity is required in all of your worships for them to be accepted. Sincerity and following the sunnah, al-ikhlas al So similarly here in the shahada, sincerity is an absolute key. For indeed a person who is not upon sincerity, then what's he going to be? If a person doesn't believe in the shahada in sincerity, then what is he really? He will be a hypocrite. He'll be a munafiq. The munafiqeen used to say that they believe in the tawheed. The munafiqeen used to say they believe in the shahada. They believe in the Prophet But in their hearts did they really believe? The hypocrites? They did not. Hence they did not have ikhlas. They did not have the condition of sincerity. So that is the next condition we'll begin with. These first two conditions you should try to memorize them. Knowledge and certainty. Al-ilm wal-yaqeen. And next time it's going to be al-ikhlas. So if you memorize these one at a time per week and try to memorize one or two evidences for each one, العلم and evidence for that. For example, it was here in the book, إِلَّ The ayah, the example of yaqeen, one evidence you can memorize from these. The ayah again possibly, إِنَّمَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Memorize one evidence for each one. Knowledge, one evidence. Yaqeen, one evidence. Certainty, one evidence. And next week when you have al-ikhlas, sincerity, and then you can memorize one evidence. So that by the time you finish, you have all seven conditions with evidences for each condition. Proof for each condition. So then you can explain What the shahada is, you can explain the conditions of the shahada and you can explain The evidences and the proofs from the Quran and the sunnah regarding those conditions of the shahada So that is the end of the first two conditions So who has any questions regarding the first two conditions so far? Look at the questions on page 9. The questions on page 9 regarding the second condition of yaqeen. The first question says What is the description mentioned in the Quran about the iman of true believers? What is the description mentioned in the Quran about the iman of true believers? Who are the true believers? The ones who the ones who believe in Allah and they believe in the Messenger of Allah and they don't have any doubts about that. They don't have any doubts. That is the true believer, the one who is certain in his heart. The one who is upon certainty and does not allow the shaitan to come and whisper to him. If the shaitan comes, seeks refuge in Allah and blocks himself from those thoughts. Secondly, being veiled or blocked from paradise is two types. What are those two types? Temporary and permanent. So you could be veiled or blocked from paradise, temporary or permanent. Permanent blocked from paradise means those people will never go into paradise. They are permanently blocked. And who are they? The kuffar, those who die upon shirk. They die upon shirk, upon kuffar, They are not upon tawheed. The second is the temporary one. Hajb, mu'aqqat. This one is temporary. Why? So maybe people of Tawheed, the al Muwahhidin, people who were upon the Shahada, they were people of Tawheed. They were Muslims, believers. But they made sins. They made errors. They made major sins, minor sins. They did lots of sins. So maybe because of all of those sins... They will be put into the hellfire first Even though they were people of Tawheed Why? To cleanse them of these sins that they've made These sins that they had been doing Even though they were people of Tawheed They didn't do shirk They did lots of other sins though So maybe Allah puts them into the fire To cleanse them of those other sins first When they've been cleansed of those sins They are people of Tawheed So they will then enter Paradise Paradise So this is one of the great virtues of Tawheed, that a person of Tawheed will not remain in the fire forever. Third question says, in the hadith of Abu Hurairah, what was the evidence? What did the Prophet ﷺ tell Abu Hurairah to go give glad tidings to the people? About what? So the Prophet ﷺ told Abu Hurairah, Go and give glad tidings. To who? To the ones who believe in Allah and the Messenger. Mustaiqinan biha qalbu. That they are upon certainty in their hearts about it. Those ones, go and give them the glad tidings of paradise. As for the ones who are not upon certainty and they have doubts and they have all types of whispers, then they are not grounded. They are not grounded. What is required of a person is to be grounded on that tawheed, to be absolutely certain about the day of judgment and the accountability and all of the aqeedah. Not to let the shaitan come and whisper, but is it really true and does it really happen? Those types of things, when they come, then you seek refuge in Allah. billahi minash rajim seek refuge in allah and block those thoughts out and you do not allow yourself to become doubtful so the second condition is that the condition of certainty and next week inshallah at approximately the same time 6 in fact uh, slightly earlier 6:30 pm 6:30 pm inshallah next week we will begin with the next condition the condition of sincerity al ikhlas So make sure you try to memorize the first two conditions and one evidence for the first two conditions. And then we'll start with the third one next time, insha'Allah.